1: Technology is a part of the solution, but it is not the solution. Beyond that is your connection, your relationship with your child. Predators really love families that don't trust each other and don't talk to each other. Because if you're not talking to your kid or you're not trusting them or they don't trust you, it is so easy for predators to get in between you and your child's relationship. Because what they're doing isn't blatant, it's what we all know as grooming. And so they only can, it's easier, not to say that they can't groom a child that doesn't have a relationship, it's just that it's so much easier. You
0: are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast.
1: On today's podcast, we are joined by Farida
2: Shahid, CEO and founder of Secuva, where she helps parents and carers protect their children online Forbes30 30 Under 30 Honoree and is currently serving on the Forbes Board for Under 30 community. And in 2020 was named Cyber Security Personality of the Year. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. This is so awesome. Thank you.
2: Yay, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you giving us your time. Where are you in the world?
1: I'm in the DMV area. I think it's the best. It's, it's really diverse. So I love it. <laughs> I like any area that has a lot of different people. When there's only one type of people I'm like, mm, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable here. So.
2: <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome from a from a cold, cold, dark London. So I just wanted to start off with the basics. How did you get in to this industry of cybersecurity, cyber safety,
1: safeguarding? How how do you get into that? So it's not like a, a superhero story or like some juicy story, uh, for, unfortunately, because that would be really cool to say. It's just really, I picked the major at college. I was in IT, information technology, and it was so, so boring. I could not stand it. I had 16 hours of sleep one day. This is a story I tell, and I still was sleeping in the classroom. And this was a great professor. They're amazing. I just could not do it. So I had my father who was in the tech fields, and he said, hey, look, there's this new thing. It's not new, but people are calling it cybersecurity. You're going to be great. You're a huge minority in terms of you're a woman, you're black, you're Muslim, and you wear the scarf. And <laughs> they need some diversity of thought. I'm a third culture <laughs> kid. <laughs> I grew up in Saudi Arabia. I grew up in Egypt, went to Panama. There, he was like, they need diversity and they're looking for diversity. And I think you're going to love the fields more than you do IT. I think you should stay in tech, but just pivot. And I was like, okay. I'll do research, research for about four months, and then made the pivot. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow, that's amazing. As, as a Black woman, what are some of the challenges or barriers that you face?
1: Honestly, it, there are challenges and barriers, obviously. But I feel like there are a lot of people can relate to this because you're so used to being an outcast. There are certain nuances that you don't even realize are there because it's just your experience. Mm. And then you only realize right. it's different than when you talk to someone who does not have those barriers, then it makes you think, oh, oh, okay. So this only happened because I was black or a woman or because I have a scarf on. So thankfully I've been very, it's been very great for me in terms of in general, I have not had over, I didn't, I didn't have instances where someone was like, I'm not giving you this job because you are this, or we expected this. I've had comments, I've had situations where I was like that was uncalled for, that was rude, that was whatever, and I knew it was because of my religion or what I was wearing or being a black woman. But it, I have not had like something drastic. but I pulled myself away from it and decided to do my own business because I realized I'm not I'm not going to be as successful as someone else who doesn't look like me. <laughs> I realized that very quickly. And that's the barrier that we face is that we have to go through a different path. And so that's that's what I faced. That's what I realized very early.
3: So breaking it down, what is cybersecurity? It's the
1: process of protecting yourself online. So basically anything you do online that protects yourself, meaning keeping your name to yourself, keeping your information, your account information your username, your password, your photos, whatever actions you do in that instance, that's cybersecurity. Now, there are layers to it. There's levels to it. But in essence, to the general person who's online, that's cybersecurity. So
3: if, um, if somebody wanted to kind of get into the same industry, like what's the what are the ways in? Like is it just one way in, or there multiple ways there's in? There's a plethora
1: of ways in. Everyone is welcome. Everyone's invited, despite what the gatekeepers say. There's a lot of gatekeepers who are you know you know hollering, but anyone could join. Uh, a lot of there's so many skills that are transferable. There's there was um from my there's someone I um, heard of and they were like a plumber and they took their plumbing experiences to cybersecurity. Uh, we know that there's direct connection to psychology, teaching, sociology, project management, um, engineering, science, mathematics, and cybersecurity. That seems a little bit okay for everyone. But one way you can get in is by going to school for it, college. You can get certifications. The best thing ever, no matter what, is knowing people, doing networking, going to the events. That's the best way to do it, to be honest. Like The degree and certifications are amazing, but it's who you know.
0: <laughs> it's always who you know, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Thanks for that explanation, because my my understanding of cybersecurity is is super basic. Like for myself, I'm setting a password, and I'm proud of I'm proud of myself if I get the like little nod of you've set a secure password. then I'm like, right, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing good. <laughs> when you yeah, get I'm the like, green, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's the very, very I'm doing very right. strong. <laughs> yeah, give myself a little high five. And then I'm like using parental mode control. That that's it. That's my kind of understanding. I'm I'm sure there's a lot more that obviously we should be doing. But Alicia Ola, are you doing anything more than setting strong passwords? Like, um, I, th- I think I was. I think I was a lot when the children were here,
3: I was a lot more stringent with like parental controls yeah. and passwords and pins, and you know, being able to sort of like lock off their phones from the wi-fi and things like that whereas like I feel like now I'm just kind of like oh I can use my face to open everything great (laughs) Like, I'll just use the same pin on everything (laughs) so yes I'm probably probably a bit more lax now to be fair yeah
0: 100% (laughs) I'm
3: like I don't know that interesting that you'd want to kind of get into my stuff and there's no definitely no money so
0: (laughs) (laughs) right so i have um frida you're gonna find this funny i have a mac and i've always thought i don't need any security and then i went on your page Uh on instagram and i was like (laughs) Well gosh, damn. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> like I have I have absolutely nothing on my computer. Um I'm a graphic designer. I like I all of my business is online. Um and I have a three year old, he just turned three, um, like two weeks ago, and we're considering getting him a tablet. And I thought, hold on a minute, actually, I really do need to think about this. Cybersecurity stuff now but i have not one clue
1: that's it's scary though isn't it It's scary it really is and i don't blame you though for not knowing because mm. for years actually apple themselves and many people have said that it can't really get viruses or it's totally fine they insinuated it in more ways than not and mm. it is true that macs operate differently than regular computers that is a fact we all know that that's not a secret And most of the world uses Windows computers, which is why a lot of the viruses will be targeted towards Windows because, well, you know, there's more Mm. computers. There's more people that are getting infected because there are more computers in that way. However, the technology is changing, the space is changing, and especially because hackers realize a lot of people think that they don't need anything, they have tried more Mm. different ways to get into regular people's computers who have Macs because they realize, oh, they're not protecting themselves because they think they can't get hacked, well, we're going to increase. So now, the malware against the the Mac computers have increased significantly, like significantly yeah. in the past couple of years. Because they're like, wait a minute, you were sleeping? No, we got you. <laughs> so it, it <laughs> so it really is. And there are certain things like you don't know, with Windows, you can use Windows Defender, especially if you have Windows ten. You keep it open, you know, as long as it's, it's good and update is great. But it's great to have something else because we're no longer having to just worry about viruses. We now have to worry about fraud and scam and those type of things. And right. those things bypass the, the the anti-malware, anti-virus you have on your computer anyways. So it doesn't even matter if you have that. And that's a basic. Like, to be honest right now, that's like, you should have that. But now we're moving on to more sophisticated things now. So it's like, that's, yeah, it, it's always changing.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is,
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is
0: that's basic stuff, Alicia. You should have it. There's more. <laughs> There's worse things to think about now.
1: <laughs> that's not exactly how I'm saying it, but <laughs> but yes. But I'm saying okay, like it's content. definitely something to have. It, yeah. 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 It's definitely something to have.
0: Yeah. 100%. But don't make
1: yourself feel bad that you don't have it because honestly, it's not your fault. I put a lot of blame on the the companies for putting out words that were exactly correct and making everyone think that they're fine, but they're not.
2: What are some of the common things that you're coming up against? What are sort of the, the common fears, um, anything that, that you see often that parents um, request for help or just what are the worst things? What, what's the worst thing that we could expect or that, that we need to, um, I suppose, be prepared for? A
1: lot of parents are worried about predators, mm. strangers talking to their kids, their kids being groomed online. That's yeah. the big one. Because, I mean, what? that's extremely scary because that leads to things that not only are you affecting the child's psychology and how they view themselves and how they view the world because they're too innocent for certain things. So we're seeing like inappropriate content or content that is, is only appropriate for audiences that are older, right? So there's two different types. There's one that's inappropriate content for someone who's young. And there's two that is just predatory behavior and grooming and just vile, dis- disgusting things. So those are the two things we're worried about. They're like, how can I keep them in an innocent place for as long as possible? Because we know we're going to see that, they're going to see it, but how can we log this time as much as possible and then talk about it? I don't want to have to talk about this thing- stuff right now. That's the big thing.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's it because we, we have to understand that they need to be online, right? I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. We've just gone through through homeschooling with the pandemic. All of their homework's online. All of their teaching is online. Um, So they have to be digitally savvy. They have to understand how to use these applications, how to do their homework, how how to do everything. So I want to give them the freedom to be able to scroll. Um, But how can we be safe? Like I don't want to sit there and monitor everything they're doing either. So... How, what what can we put in place right now bar, you know, parental controls? Because like you said, obviously, the thinking was that Max was safe and that everything was safe. The thinking was that if I got the parental control and I've got the Kids Safe app, but things are still getting through. You hear these horror stories of um, children still being approached, of the the hackers and these predators are getting very clever. They're very savvy, Um, far cleverer than I am. So what what do we do how can we protect the children without putting the fear into them um without having to monitor their every single move but what can we do what things we do so i have a um a five and a three-year-old obviously for teens it'd be slightly different because they need more freedom to be able to speak to different people and connect and do everything they need to do but is there any advice you can give for kind of younger children and also teens as well. So
1: like you're saying the the solution isn't technology. Technology is a part of the solution, but it is not the solution, right? because there's always going to be something other than that. There's always going to be a way to hack into it or to go around it. That's just the nature of technology is never going to be perfect and nothing's ever going to be perfect. but what we're trying to do is get to close to perfect <laughs> as much as possible. And the technologies is a road to that. So like you said, yes, we know about parental controls. We know about certain apps that we can use. Okay, what else beyond that? Beyond that is your connection, your relationship with your child. That's the biggest thing. And I'm not saying that if you don't have a good relationship with your child, then you're doomed. What I am saying is that mm-hmm. that should be the focus day to day, every single day to cultivate that. And the reason being is because one of the predators really love families that don't trust each other and don't talk to each other. Because if you're not talking to your kid, or you're not trusting them, or they don't trust you, Mm. it is so easy for predators to get in between you and your child's relationship. Because what they're doing isn't blatant. It's what we all know as grooming. And so they only can, it's easier, not to say that they can't groom a child that doesn't have a relationship. It's just that it's so much easier and far easier to groom kids who don't have a good relationship. And we see this. And unfortunately, this is a, a little bit of a trigger warning. I'm not going to go too deep into what that happened, but just a little trigger warning. There was a poster that was circulating online, and I haven't done my deep research and dive to know if it was true. But to be honest, everything checks out. And even if it wasn't true, it's a good lesson for us all of what predators were look. They they have like their underground forms, so they talk about how can you get this person or get this mother or get to kids or how can you get to kids to you know abuse them in certain ways. And the poster said to go after. Parents that have a bad relationship with themselves and a bad relationship with their kids. And it was self, it was self-confidence issues, self-image issues, and then self-confidence and image issues that were going on to the kid that now made the kid have less trust with the parent and less connection. And they were saying that when you seek out families like that, it's easier to not only get into the family, but to continuously abuse the family in that way because they don't have that connection. And so when I talk about security and safety, I always talk about holistic security and safety. I don't look at tech, I look at how can we give the kids the freedom that they want and the safety and security that they need. Because what we're instilling in kids is not just, oh, how do we protect them from seeing inappropriate content, We're trying to protect their heart and souls. We're trying to protect and cultivate our relationship with our kids. We're trying to strengthen the relationship with our kids so that it is harder for a hacker or a predator or anybody to get in between you and your kid. Will things happen? Yes. Will you have to sit down and have conversations? Yes. Will it be uncomfortable? Yes. But do you have to have it? 100%. And so that's the way to more security and safety and that's the way that you can increase it and so many people talk about oh well, how can i monitor more monitoring is 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 good in certain s- instances you have to take it very very cautiously you have to do a lot of research you have to do a lot of inter- like inner work before you start monitoring because if you are looking for something you will find it even if it's not there and you'll make something right because your brain is like i have to understand why i'm doing this right mm-hmm. another thing is a lot of monitoring companies don't care about your kids And that's something that pisses me off because a lot of them are only here for the money. And so they don't protect your kids and they don't protect your kids' information. So this is all to say that it's it's very holistic. It's not just one and done. I'm definitely not a parenting expert, like absolutely not. So I always tell people, like, if there's something going on, then I definitely believe in seeking help with a counselor or a therapist or even a psychiatrist. If it gets to that, whatever you need. Whatever you need to keep that relationship going, that's the best thing. And to make sure your kids understand that this household is safe, because if this household is safe, even if something were to go on and you don't know about it, they can heal. Even if you don't know about it. That's the point. The point is they can heal. They can go through it. They have a support system. But if they don't have a support system, if they don't have you or a partner or a family member or a counselor to go to, then that's where the breakdown happens. And it doesn't happen because they saw something crazy online. It happens internally.
2: Thank you. Thank you for saying all that. I'm just taking a moment. That That is, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to hear, honestly. I mean, everything you're saying makes sense on every level. and it And it's everything that I think we all think about any type of abuse, any type of betrayal. It's just so horrific having to think about it. And, and I think just to add to it, I suppose, maybe sometimes a lot of children aren't believed. So really having, giving them space to talk and actually hear them um, could, could play into that as well. Because I can imagine you could say something's happened and they're like, oh, you haven't got time or you think they're like, I don't know, playing make, believe or, or whatever you think they're doing when they're actually trying to explain that's what's really happening. Um, yeah. Right. your 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 whole speech list then just put the fear right in my belly I was just like oh god <laughs> yeah that that all scares me but but really good to listen to and good reminders just you know to to drill into your own inner work you know your own practice so you can build and, well and feel it's about yourself. sort of
3: not beating yourself up about about it as well because yes. with me I literally did everything there was like an act that you could, right. um, you know, put your kids' details in, so I would know not only what websites they were accessing on their phones, but I would be able to, for instance, I could turn their phone off at nine o'clock when they should be in school, not on their phones, yeah. kind of thing. Do you see what I mean? And you know, I'd be like, yes, you can take your phones to bed because I knew I was going to take turn the phone off anyway, so they wouldn't be able to access anything. So, and they, you know, you'd hear them go, Mom! And I'm like, yeah, no. Um, But it still didn't stop them from watching. Do you remember there was a trend where grown-up were doing reaction videos to two girls, one cup? Yes, I do remember. Um, And so I think the whole sort of that, that scene coming out of porn and just being readily available kind of made it very easy for the kids to get hold of and somebody showed it to them at school and I just remember having a conversation about something and I was laughing it was something on tv and then one of the twins went oh it's like two girls one cup and I was like yeah. I was like what uh-huh. and they were like no. nothing I was like no no seriously what did you just say and he's um. like oh it's like two girls one cup and I was like when did you hear about Two Girls, One Cup? It's like, oh, someone at school showed us the video. And I was just like, they were oh gosh, uh, 13, about 13. Oh. But to the, I guess to them, yeah, yeah. you know, it was just like, ha, oh, my God, these yeah. adults are, you know, not to be graphic, but thingying in a cup. Um, Mm. but you know Mm. obviously to me as a mother who has done everything or thought I'd done everything you know the fact that like obviously Mm. somewhere there's been a breakdown where a child has got you know that video was quite disappointing but you know you have to kind of go like
2: yeah and 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 that's that's the thing so you've put in all these measures at place at home but what, what should we be asking for from the schools, from the college? What what can you do? So as soon as they leave the house, all that good work, you know? So what can we
1: do? What, what, can, what are we allowed to ask for from
2: schools and colleges? That
1: is something that they can't even control either because they've been trying to control it, but they can't control either, right? Because even when they leave the school grounds or when your kid goes to their um, family's, you know, family's house or a friend's house or... They Mm. their parents may be monitoring one's computer, but then their sister, you know, maybe a friend's sister has a boyfriend that got her a burner phone and then she's watching the videos there. And so it's like it's always something. And and this is not me saying, oh, what if? No, like we all know what happens because schools monitor their computers as well. Well, I think
2: the majority of children are introduced to porn that way. Mm -hmm through a friend of a friend's phone Correct. somewhere else. Yeah, That's like the majority yeah, of the time. Absolutely.
3: You think of like before the internet, like you go to school, what are you guys, what are you boys looking at? Oh, so-and-so's yeah. magazine. Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> like, see. magazines.
0: Magazine. That. That's, that's it.
3: it. You know, so I don't know why we think that like all of a sudden our little angels are just going to be like, oh no, we should never watch that on Jimmy's phone. <laughs>
1: Right. right. Oh, no, mine will. Mine definitely
2: will. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, (laughs)
0: Nina.
1: You can't even control it. Right. And so now what you said, Nina, before is one of a part of the big solution is having those conversations of like what. And everyone has a different belief system and a ground and foundation of how they operate. So some parents are going to have a different type of conversation. But each conversation has a foundation of this is not appropriate for your age, period, done and over. And so everyone has a different way of going about it, and their own belief system about you know when is when is this okay? Is this even okay? I know there's different um, uh, sex experts that talk about when are you supposed to introduce this concept and understand like when is sex supposed to happen? You know what age? It's it's everyone's different, right? But the point is, how can you make sure that they understand what your family does and what your expectations are? And then in a way that makes sense, that's meaningful and makes sense to them, right? And not shaming. Because the big thing is to not shame, right? Because when, and it's very difficult, but like to not Mm -hmm. have a huge reaction and to not shame. Those are the two foundational things. Whether your belief system is that this is completely wrong, period, right? Or or whatever, you'd have to have the no shame, no blame mindset when you go into the conversation. And that will open up more conversations. So clearly- Like, in this two-cup case, they they felt comfortable at least telling you, right? If they didn't, you wouldn't know. Or you would have found out some other way, which would have been even, yeah, it would be shocking in a different way.
0: Right. So finding out another way, I was going to ask you about that. When you said um, the best thing is not to shame them. Like, if you do find out that your child is accessing things on the internet that you don't want them to see or they're having conversations which are
2: not appropriate
0: looking like they're leading in the wrong direction like I think the automatic reaction would be to you know like take their device away or stop them from using the computer yes ground them you know like it's their fault like I think that's an automatic reaction no matter how good your relationship is with the child like that's going to be the first reaction. So I think it, it's a really good point to um, try and step past that shame element and really have those conversations um, with them, letting them know, okay, it's not okay, but also it's not entirely their fault. Correct.
1: Yeah. It's very so, difficult. You have to go into yeah. like therapist mode. Mm. I think if you're
3: if you're going for a sort of, like. Obviously my children are a bit were were a bit older. Um, so for instance, thirteen was like the time where you can start having social media. so my my rules were very much like okay, you can have social media, but you can only add people that you've met in person um, right. and if it's somebody that um, is um, you know somebody that you don't know or and I don't know, then you have to ask me first before adding them. But I also was like, you. I have, to, I have to be able to go into your account anytime. So they gave me all the passwords and we had the passwords and I would regularly go in and I would look at, because a lot of the time I would look and they would have, even though they weren't adding anyone, they would have like lots of friend requests. Right. So a few times I actually sat down with them and I was like, okay, like right, why have you not deleted, you know, Debbie Double D from Dallas? <laughs> and it was like, She wants to be my friend. I'm like, right. So, do you think that this is Debbie? Do you think that this 25 year old hot woman really wants to be in your 13 year old friend Mm -hmm. thing? And, you
4: know, and then
3: he was like, but but we've got Mm -hmm. mutual friends. And I was like, yes, your mutual friend from school thinks that Debbie wants to be in his, you know what I mean? Like, so it was like a kind of, you know, an education. But I feel like you have to go through that because if you don't, they're never going to know. They're just going to think either that Debbie's real Mm -hmm. (laughs) or they're just going to add Debbie, you know, they're going to add Debbie and not tell you. You know what I mean? So um, I think even now, I still think, even now they like, they're 21 now, the twins, and they still sometimes will go, mum, do you think this thing is real? Like when someone's saying, oh, we'd love to work with you. You know, oh, DM us. We'd love to, you know, we've got a brand. I get those at uh, like my
0: big old ring.
3: <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, they'll ask me because, you know, at least they're asking me and not just going, oh, this sounds too good, too true. Let me press the button, you know. Exactly. So, so I think, like, yeah, definitely you're right, like talking to them and not shaming them, but kind of educating them, like, why this is. It's suspicious kind to, of thing. You have to be curious. You have
1: to be like you have to be like very, very curious and and it's it's interesting because you the way that you educated your kid right there in that example was extremely good because you're giving them a real life what's happening right now and you're turning mm-hmm. that into a lesson. And many times like they will be adding a friend that they think is a friend but actually is not a friend and that's a hacker or predator that has done a lot of research on a particular group of kids from school. And the reason why they're able to do that is because the school puts a lot of information out about kids online. and That's a whole different thing. And so then they're able to piece things together and then they're able Ooh. to act like, oh, I'm Alex from school and they make Alex's profile and add you. And I've, I've actually had, I know someone who had a predator hack into. So not only they didn't, they didn't impersonate, they hacked into that's even worse, to be honest, because impersonation is like, oh, this is another account. Why are they adding me again? So that will raise a little bit more bills, but this guy actually hacked into her, her cousin's email. That's not email. Excuse me, chat function, and started to act like he was her cousin. And I'm not going to go too deep into the story because it's extremely sad. But that's how he got to the kid. So you have to also think about patterns and how does this person act and talk. And if, if anything changes, think, tell me, tell mommy, tell daddy, or think to yourself. Mm, That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
4: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
3: And also as well, there's, um, you know, like there's funk, there's apps where you can stop your child adding apps onto, because there, you know, there's like trigger warning, but there are apps that creditors actually make to, entice children to join. So the child will see, oh new app, yeah, let me download that. That looks like fun. You know, chat with children from around the world kind of thing. And of course, what child wouldn't want to, you know, press that button. Um, whereas like if you get a notification that says, Hey, you know, your child's trying to download this app, do you want to allow it? Um, you can then look at the app and say, No, absolutely not, you know, kind of thing. So um I would definitely say, like, you know, for any mums that are kind of curious, there's definitely um, a lot of research to do, but there's loads of things out there to be able to protect your child.
0: I think another place that um, I didn't realise that you can get caught out is um, in games. Mm. Um, yeah, like the the chats in games. So I hope my sister doesn't kill me for this, but um, <laughs> uh, recently. Uh, my sister's 13 and um, she got in a bit of trouble because she was on a uh, game, I'm not even sure what the game was but she was speaking to somebody in the chat um, and luckily this computer was given to her by the school so they were monitoring the activity on um, on the computer um, and it was a very innocent chat um, and the exchange was basically the other person saying, asking her if she had enough credits um, to um, get, I don't know, get um, the add-ons in the game. Um, and they were offering to uh, give her some credits so that um, she can do that. And she saw that very innocently and said, oh, yeah, that will be great. um and then later on um they hadn't come back to her and said okay you know da, 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 da. but then later on in the in a separate chat um she said oh are you still going to give me those credits and that was the chat that the school could see um so they informed uh, her parents and then you know she got in trouble and But I find it very interesting that there were these two separate chats that one, nobody could have access to. God knows what might have been said in that chat room. Um, And luckily, there was this other um, external chat where um, they were able to see that, you know, this could potentially go somewhere where it shouldn't. It could have been innocent. We don't know, but you don't want to have to find out, really, do you?
4: that's scary. scary yeah
0: very yeah
3: if somebody's hacked what would you say is the first thing you should do if you it depends on you've how hacked? you've
1: been hacked right it's, it's like a doctor thing right like if because if you're like if you're sick what you should do it's like well <laughs> it depends on what's making you sick like it's, if you got covid that's a whole different thing than if you got i don't know your 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 toe you stubbed your toe or something like that i mean no, know we all know that but it's similar to that like that's how security is like well, it depends on what they hacked and what you thought they took and then where it did it begin and is anything else acting weird? So it's like a diagnosis at the doctor's office. So I honestly would have to know the exact situation and details to know exactly what you should do. But there is a baseline and I'll talk about the baseline really quickly. Then I'll do a commentary on that gaming story because I'm a gamer. I'm an avid gamer. Love gaming. Been gaming for over 10 years. So okay. I, <laughs> I see things happen in, in real life, in real time. So but in terms of like what you do when you've gotten hacked, there's the basic thing you can do is change all your passwords, add more security, period, and add more security is like 10,000 steps within it. But if it's an account, always change your passwords, always have unique passwords, add two-factor authentication, use a password manager, do a credit freeze for your credit, have account monitoring for your financials, get identity theft monitoring, get credit monitoring, those type of things as much as possible. Some work less than others, but all of them work great in conduct in conjunction.
2: You just reeled <laughs> up about ten things I am <laughs> not doing. <laughs> I need to go back and just take some back. notes. Like <laughs> hardcore, there's things I am not doing. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Just needed to just I need to say it out loud just to hold myself accountable. I need to make some changes. Right, fast. right. And it, honestly okay. what I
1: just listed off is protects your kids as well we don't realize that but your security protects your kids because your lack of security cannot protect your kids and your security can protect your kids so what you do with your own accounts has a direct impact on your kids or indirect sometimes as well and in terms of that that chat that we're talking about before because um Really quickly is that obviously that could have just been a scammer that wanted her to click a link so that malware can get into the school computer or any computer that wanted to gather up information or to get her account information for the game so they can steal mm. her account from her or it could be something more
0: that's i did forget to mention I did forget to mention they did ask for her account details because they they wanted to transfer they wanted the to money transfer credit. the credit Ugh. so they asked her for the account details so that they could get in. She said that's the only way that should be able to add it to her account. Right, so yeah,
1: that's what mm. they were trying to do yeah. in this instance. And most I it sometimes it might lead to predatory behavior, but it seems mm. like they were just looking for account details and information. Not to say that that was just because that's a lot and because that leads to even more things as well because once they yeah. know oh they did yeah. that then we can <laughs> up it up so yeah. definitely talking to your kids about scams mm-hmm. and fraud and it happens everywhere it in your school sites aren't safe
2: what did you say the school sites aren't yeah safe. so
1: so people think that oh if i'm in a zoom with somebody or if i'm at a google classroom then i'm good but there have been predators and hackers that will go into the classroom and try to communicate with the kids or do something stupid on the screen when the kids are in the classroom, so it's really important for the teachers to know how to secure the classroom that's virtual because they don't really, you know, they don't stop at anything, unfortunately.
3: So, would you say that schools and colleges should have a um, a internet safety yes, code? So, like, I should if I've got a child that's in school, should I be able to go on to the website and see like? Okay, how are they being yes. secure with the internet? So that's something for maybe like a policy. Um, parents mm-hmm. that
1: they should have it.
3: Yeah, like especially parents that are sort of looking Correct. at new schools for their kids, kind of make sure that you know that and that's their all social media done, and they've hired someone <laughs> like you.
1: Yeah, their social media. Yep. Gosh, yes. You need, they, you need Definitely. to know how they operate Gosh, with images, didn't even think about those that. type of things because a lot of schools will put images of kids online without your consent they will put like, so now a predator, and this has happened where a lot of, I really don't, I don't like scaring people to be honest. This is just, but this is just real facts. They will look at school websites and school social media to find kids so that they can either traffic or kidnap or target. And it's easier for them to do that when schools are so free with information, exactly where kids are, and they're going on this school trip with this teacher and Here's, you know, Miss So-and-so, and then they tag Miss So-and-so, and then someone goes to Miss So-and-so's Instagram, and Miss So-and-so has everyone there. And the little Johnny last name just came and blah, blah, blah. And so it's it's like a whole cycle.
3: Yeah, something something as simple as tagging, which you're kind of going, oh, that's so cute. That's my kid in, the, in, in their classroom. Because, you know, even like if you think of like the fact that newspapers now are online, so, like that whole kind of thing where they take the first picture of school. Like, if your child is tagged on the online version of that, like they're literally on the internet with their name and they know what school they go to.
2: Mm. Exactly. Right. I'm homeschooling <laughs> from tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Goodness <laughs> Me. <laughs> they go to the house.
2: <laughs>
3: That's the school they go. No one's to. leaving.
2: I'll be <laughs> So much to think about though, isn't there? I mean, if, if we just sat here and just thought about everything you've just said, why would you ever want to let them leave the house? You're not having a phone. Do you know what I mean? It just it 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 is hard to operate feeling comfortable and confident. You know, it makes that fear just grips you, just like, well, no, you're not gonna do any of this. Correct. Yeah. I'm not doing that, but that's my my instinct, you know, to just not not let them. Do anything and put and um, wrap them up in a bubble.
3: You could easily become that kind of paranoid parent that's like, what are you doing? Yeah, doing. <laughs> What's yeah, that?
2: That's the language for, yeah. what I like? feel like I'm
0: gonna become? Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. <Is that> cartoon <laughs> laughing all the time.
2: Can <laughs> <that seem> <laughs> you,
3: you hear the same thing that right I can hear? <laughs> we start to believe yes. that there's like hidden signals that only <laughs> under five-year-olds can hear <laughs> isn't that true <laughs> and you don't know they're laughing and it's like it's pig, a predator <laughs> like yeah <laughs> but
1: not pepper not pepper you can go to a spiral and it's like it feels never ending and so you feel trapped your kid feels trapped no one is happy and then all of a sudden, sometimes you just some parents will just let go and go, you know what? I can't. It's just whatever. I can't do this. It's a lot. Let me just I, I you need this app. I can't even research the app. So it becomes like a sense of overwhelm that you don't do anything. Right. And it's better to be in a, a middle part of, OK, there's a lot of things going. On. How can I take a piece? What do, what do we need? We need this app. He really, really, really wants this app or she really, really wants this app. OK. Let's eliminate all of these things. Let's just focus on these five applications or five technologies and let's do, let's talk to someone like me. Let's talk to a therapist, talk to a counselor. If you have a partner, you talk to your partner. If you got some friends that you can talk to, you talk to them as well. And then you come up with a plan and then you go forward with that. And it's just step by step by step. Because when you think about everything, you it, you're not going to do anything. I, no one, Kids are not. It's because they're attacking kids as well. They make billions of dollars every year attacking people who feel like I have nothing to give. I don't have any money in my account. I'm not a millionaire. I don't have a business. I don't have kids. Why would they attack me? They go after them too because information equals money, data equals money, and they get a lot of money because they get a lot of data. So it's never ever ending, whether you have kids or not, whether you have a business or not, everyone's affected. They're affected, they hack each other as well. Hackers hack other hackers because other hackers have data that equals money. So (laughs) literally everyone's paranoid. There's no one that is quote unquote safe. The point is how do we create harmony so that we can have joy and peace and love and laughter in our lives and just protect that? That's what I want, yes.
2: Me too. Yeah, there were a few questions that came from the um, the Facebook and the WhatsApp group, Um, mainly from mums saying, "I'm not that tech tech savvy. Like, I don't feel confident. Um, If I don't understand anything about technology, how do I protect my children? How to protect my teens? Is there anything, any advice you can give to mums that don't feel confident or don't feel like they understand technology, or maybe even?" Grandparents, anybody who is in an
1: authority figure for children, any advice you you can give to them? I can give two pieces of advice: one that's not selfish, and one that's selfish. (laughs) One that's not selfish is don't (laughs) worry; it's totally fine. You don't need to know more than your kids about technology, about security. You just don't. There's this misconception that my kids are really tech savvy, so. I cannot protect them online. You're not your job is not to know more than them. Your job is to be the guide. Your job is to get them from point A to point B, and then guide them through the process as they're younger, you're more like the you know, you're more hands on. But as they get older, you start being the guide. And you're like, okay, a hands off, let's let's I'm I'm here to talk. But that should be like your it should be your mindset.
2: No, definitely. I agree. I think with my kids now, I feel like a manager, like I'm the man- managerial sort of role, and then I'm hoping as I get a bit, as they get older, I'm moving into a kind of consultation, like a consultant type role. So right now I'm heavy hands on with the management, but hoping for that right, upgrade right. to consultant.
1: Exactly, and but, you always okay, have that okay, so consultant mind, yeah, but you're still managing. And sometimes you have to manage for a long time more than you think. I doesn't into 18, you just got to keep going. So, but it's like. <laughs> But you always have that consultant mindset of like, I, the consultant mindset is I am preparing you for life, not I am doing life for you, right? So doing life for them means you have to have all the skills they need to have. But preparing them for their own life means you are the guide. You don't need to know everything they need to go. They're going to go through because you're never going to know. The point is I'm preparing you foundationally so that no matter what happens to you, you have the mindset, the tools, the understanding to get through that situation. And so that's the same thing with technology, that's number one. Number two, find me or find someone else like me, because you don't have to work with me, that can help you through it. Because that's our entire jobs, that's our entire career, that's our entire business, is helping people. And particularly for me, I don't know about anybody else, but particularly for me, I love working with people who are non-tech savvy, who are like, they're wicked smart and intelligent in their own way, but they're like, girl, I don't know how to touch this button, I don't get it, right? It is totally fine because, (laughs) a lot of people are like that, you know. It's a, and I love working with parents that are tech savvy. Like I work with some engineers, I work with some other tech people that they're like, Farida, can you explain gaming? Because they know how to build a com- they know how to build a computer, they know how to code, but they're like, this gaming world, I don't understand it. Can you talk about gaming? So there's always nuances. There are things that I don't know, right? I don't know application security. I don't know how to build an app and secure that. People are like, hey, can you? Do-? And I don't. I don't know. Nope. I tell you what I know and I don't know. So. Work with people that can help you. So seek out people, whether that's me. And if you don't align with me, then find someone who's like me that you align with. I heavily believe in alignment. So I don't believe that everyone is someone who can work with me that can be a part of my community because not everyone's going to like me or understand what I'm doing or understand my methodology. They just may not align with my mission and vision, right? Because I said in the beginning, my mission or I kind of hinted at it is, excuse me, my foundation is holistic safety and security. Give the kids the freedom they want and the safety and security that they need. Meaning, yeah, you want freedom, but we need to think about security and safety because that's really important. So how do you strike that harmony? That's my entire brand. That's my entire thing. I love having fun. If you like corporate, dun, 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 I'm not your girl, but find someone that can help you. So those are the two things. Go easy on yourself. Have some peace. Find someone that can help you.
3: I know I know more than my kids. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do, right? But... They don't want to acknowledge that I know more, so sometimes I do need to kind of go, look, you know, your uncle. Let let your uncle explain why Debbie Double D is not real. You know what I mean? Because sometimes they need to hear it from someone else other than mum. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I I, I agree with like finding exactly. someone externally. Yeah, it could be someone well. in your
1: family. It could be an aunt. It could be an uncle. It could be a teacher. I always say work with a counselor, like, cause I'm not everything. People ask me questions about parenting and I'm like, uh, I do not, do not ask me. Absolutely not. I am not the person cause I do not know. <laughs> and I have some people who know and I'll let you, you let y'all go there. So like find someone who's like in their lane and there will be like 50,000 people, <laughs> not just one.
0: Okay. Let me, let me just ask you a question. Right. It's probably not about kids, but, you know, like we're all in Insta, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, and there's lots of memes and uh, messages flying about with changing policies and, you know, all these lots of different information. Like, how do we know what's research, real and what's A lot
1: of research. And research is like a fancy way of saying, ask Dr. Google. <laughs> Dr. Google is great. She or they, they're great, she's great, he's great, whatever, it's, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> and I love Dr. Google. And I wouldn't say that <laughs> there's a lot of, mm, we can't go too deep into this conversation. Got, we don't got time. But you obviously can't believe everything on Google. But what you can believe is trying to do as many resources as possible, resources that you trust, yeah. and then your own intuition. And in w- between your life experience, your intuition and a bunch of resources that you trust, not just any resource, and then talking to other people that you trust, then you can come up with the best solution. Because uh, honestly, there, there's not a lot of time, 100 percent. Right. Because there's a lot of things that we all probably believe are true that in 10 years, everyone will be like, yeah, that was false. We all believe that. Ha, ha. Right. So we don't know. But the only thing we can do is work with information we have. So the best thing to do is gather as much information, experience, understanding, intuition. And then if you're a person that prays, if you believe in God, if you believe in a higher power, you do your meditation, you pray about it, you think about it, you deduce, and then you come up with a conclusion. That's the only way. And I know it sounds crazy for an Instagram meme, but to be honest, people go crazy over WhatsApp memes and there's a complete hoax. And I'm like, this and these are hackers putting out this information trying. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not even real information. So yeah, especially if it's too good to be true, it's definitely too good to be true. <laughs> exactly. Or they'll try to scare you off with of some crazy stuff, and I'm like, there's a lot of scary things in the world. Yeah. There's a lot. They'll be like, oh, Instagram's changing its new policy, and every single thing that you do, they own. And I'm like, well, did you read there? I mean, and they'll be like, you know, they can take you. it's. They go to the extreme, but certain things are true. There's underlying truth to it, and they're going to the extreme, and it's not true. So. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you
2: for all this advice. So, Alicia, Ola, anything you're changing right now? Any any actions, anything you're going to do differently?
3: I would probably say I just need to um, double-check on my passwords because I feel like I've left them a bit too long in between changing them, um, relying on my um, face too much <laughs> to open things. So <laughs> I'd probably say, <laughs> say that's the... That's probably my takeaway from today.
0: And my, mine is definitely thinking more towards the future. To be honest, like I know in the immediate, I need to get some security <laughs> on this snack, okay? But <laughs> but for the future, it's really it's really making me think about um, cultivating. Um, conversations with my son as he as he's getting older and really keeping the communication open because actually I can't just rely on technology to save me from technology
2: yeah I I think that's what I've taken as well I think I was all up for having you know we are pro having the talks about race pro having Mm. the talks about this is your personal space these are your private parts I I was I, I do that all day long I didn't think about doing that same sort of cleanse, that same sort of safeguarding talk for online. And, exactly. and that is what I think I need just to have a think about um, the same sort of open way that I'm doing it now. So not trying to scare them, but just to really have a talk because they're on YouTube all the time, you know? And, and he, my five-year-old is doing things. He finds his little shortcuts I didn't even know existed he's teaching me things about my desktop I'm like you can press pause like that i didn't know you could do that so like <laughs> you know and and he's 5 so i think i think they they are it's so native for them that like you said i can't expect to understand everything that they are naturally picking up um but just countering and having some kind of some conversations around it as i would about any boundaries any safeguarding um i completely didn't just didn't even that's a game changer for me didn't think about that so that's been really useful to um to talk out so thank you thank you for that so what's next for
1: you what are you up to where can you find what just happened in the past week i actually decided to add a way to service mothers and parents better so normally people consume my information on social media But I added something where I can send mother's text messages to your phone of like a voice note of here's what you should watch out. Here's what you should enable. Here's an app you should download. Here's an app you should watch out for. And then people can communicate back to me. So That's what I'm doing. I am reforming how I'm creating a lot of my content to make sure I am reaching people the way that they would like to be reached with like bite sized content. So I have things on Instagram. I have things on TikTok, I have YouTube, I have Facebook, and now I've added text message service, so where it's just straight to me. I'm talking to you, no robots. Um, so it's that's something I'm really excited about because I'm so I love community, and that's what I'm doing now. And I also have my own personal membership where people can like go in and they can you know see portals, they can talk to me, I can sit with them and their family, those type of things. So I'm really excited. That's what's happening. And people can find me if you go to cyberfarida.com. It that's my first name and then cyber in the beginning of it.com. And if you would like to learn more about my program, you can go to safekidsmovement.com and you can learn a little bit more about that. And yeah, if you reach out to me on social media, or whatever, I can I can send you all my links and details for them to join in my community. That's that's what I'm up to. That's what I'm doing, and I'm going to continue to do this work for. I don't I don't think I'm ever going to finish it because I love it it's my love it's not about technology it's about strengthening relationships it's about cultivating beautiful growing relationship with your kids for generations to come so I'm excited thank you for having me this is beautiful that was
2: perfect that is just (laughs) beautiful it's amazing to hear I think that text service sounds awesome especially for mums we've got so many different things pulling our time so many different hats that just to be able to get that information straight to your phone and it, yeah. to be digestible and just be like do this right now that's exactly what i need so i think i'd love to see that that service i think that is brilliant i know that's going to really land with a lot of mums and just really change really make a difference for people so you are on the ground doing it and i salute you because you're you're protecting all of us you know i've learned so much from today that that you could really, well, you are saving people. And we hear so many horror stories that it's just great to have the basics of what we can do. And it's great that you are there. And plus, if anybody goes onto your Instagram, you do the most hysterical videos whilst hitting us with some like amazing truth. (laughs) and you like playing Kanye you've got like good music I was like this is brilliant and I just learned how to secure my brilliant um so I'm on there all the time checking out things so I I love that and we're going to put obviously all your social links in the podcast thank you so much for joining us and so much just for this time and um sharing all this amazing information um Thanks so much for everybody joining us and listening as well. If you wanted to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Um, And you can follow us on at Dope Black Moms across all socials. Thanks again for everybody listening and see you next time. Thank you. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye.
0: Dope Black Moms.